you know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. What these young bloods have to understand, that this game has always been and will always be about buckets. What do you know about this? Oh, you'll love it. Up and under. How does she do that? That's a kind of a shot that a winner takes and a winner makes. At the buzzer, a three. Oh, she put it in. She put it in. Welcome to Buckets. This is Action Network's basketball betting podcast presented by FanDuel. I'm your host, Maria Marino. And joining us back on the pod is Sean Kerner, our Action Network Director of Predictive Analytics at The Oddsmaker on Twitter. Sean, what's up? What's up? Uh, congrats on your recent hot streak. You went 2-0, 3-0 last time. So uh, hopefully we can uh, keep that going. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. We went 3-0 and on the last pod. Uh, two of the picks were mine and one was Jay nice. Money. So we definitely had a great episode. Now, um, this is going to be a little bit of a different format. So we're we're recording Thursday afternoon. Now, lines have been generally dropping like after games finish. So on this Thursday in particular, we got three mm-hmm. late games on the slate. Um, but we wanted to prepare you for Friday games as we normally do because the pod comes out on Tuesdays and Fridays now. So that's why we have Sean here with us because you have projections for the spreads and totals of every game and you keep track of all the numbers. Um, and this way we will get an idea of what your, you know, predicted spread and total is for both Mm -hmm. games on Friday and we can use that to figure out how we should bet those games. So that's what we're going to do. Yep. Um, <laughs> and uh, this worked out for us uh, the last time. I'm pretty sure everything you said was accurate. So um, <laughs> we're going to jump right in. <laughs> but the the two games that we have on Friday, June 30th, are rematches of matchups that just occurred on Wednesday night. Yeah, yeah. It's It actually makes it easier to project, right? Because they just played. Yeah. Uh, we just saw the spreads and totals for each of them. Um, in this situation, it, it kind of hurts the home court advantage uh, for both teams because, you know, the Dream Mystics matchup that they played in Washington, the first leg of this, they're going to Atlanta for the second. So both teams have to travel. So it kind of takes away some of the home court advantage. Whereas, you know, the Sparks have been in Chicago. So they're going to play the second leg there. They don't have to travel to play this game. So, uh, the second game, it just slightly lowers the home court advantage. But either way, 
uh, treating these pretty straight up. So uh, let's start with the Dream Mystics, right? Yeah. So just to clarify, this is uh, Mystics at Dream, 730 Eastern on Ion. Continue. Yeah. So my projections for this game are Mystics minus two and a half and a total of 163 and a half. Um, so before last game, the Mystics were at home. I had them about minus six and a half um, over the Dream. But we have to factor in Shakira Austin's out. Yes. Um, so it looks like the market um, had her worth around two points, which might be fair. I mean, she's an important part of that team. Uh, but either way, they were able to blow out the dream. Uh, they won by 20 points uh, without Austin. So I think that that's going to, you know, boost their power rate and going into this matchup quite a bit. But I think the dream will bounce back here, especially at home. So it's going to be a much closer game. The right. thing that I'm most interested in for this matchup is the total because that last game, uh, they shot, they, they ended up totaling 192 points. <laughs> right. And it it was an absolute perfect storm of factors for the over. Uh, not only was the pace very fast, it was 88, uh, which is one of the fastest games of the season. But both teams combined for 56 free throw attempts. Uh, they, they were playing pretty good defense, just the refs were calling everything a foul. Um, so despite the good defense, they went to the line a ton. They were also making their shots. I mean, the, the Mystics shot 11 of 22, so 50% beyond the arc. I mean, the Mystics just were making everything. So um, having said that, just it was just a perfect storm for the over. Um, however, even if they were to average that pace again here, if the pace is 88, uh, they would only average around 166 points. So uh, that was a very high-scoring game. I don't think they're going to play as fast here. I think we, we should expect the pace to be closer to 85 and a half. So that would be a total closer to 162. That's what it was in the first matchup. So I'm expecting the mar market to overcorrect here. Maybe we'll see a total, you know, 165, 166 here, and I'm going to hammer the under. Uh, I think it's going to be a much different game. Uh, I, I don't expect them to, to shoot 56 free throws again. Uh, so I think it's going to be much more lower scoring. I think we could take advantage of the market being overinflated tomorrow as a result. Okay. So to clarify, Friday night, Mystics at Dream, uh, Sean is likely going to bet the under, projecting a total of around 163 and a half, coming back down to earth a little bit after a crazy high scoring game, <laughs> particularly for the Mystics on Wednesday night. Um, I have some thoughts here on the spread so you're saying probably washington minus two and a half yeah that's my projection i think yes. that i i could see them having the mystics minus three and a half right um especially after winning by you know 20 points again both teams are traveling to atlanta so yeah. maybe that takes away some so i yes. could see the spread opening you know minus four minus three and a half uh but i think the sharps will bet it down because i i think it will be a closer game this time around Okay, so then what you're saying is I'm a sharp because that's yes. what I was going to say. Um, and I wrote it here in our little rundown. <laughs> Maria would likely take Atlanta to cover as a dog after the previous beatdown. That's literally what I wrote in my notes. Um, just because I think that the uh, the Mystics were pissed coming off of that <laughs> overtime loss to the Liberty where they, I don't want to say choked the game away because Liberty like played really well, but like, it was a very winnable situation for them. And that was a really heartbreaking loss. Um, and yeah. so, like I said, I think Atlanta kind of 
had took the brunt of their like anger and it was just a, a very <laughs> uncharacteristic sort of game script and um you know the dream have been inconsistent but you know I believe in Tanisha Wright as a coach I think some of their players are just they're going to be much much better obviously you mentioned they're going to be home both teams are going to be traveling so uh yeah I definitely lean um Atlanta plus the points going into that matchup whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance that's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Now, this is just an interesting thing. I, I'm trying to remember if if this is kind of a new year for this, but it just seems like scheduling-wise, you're getting a lot of teams playing each other uh, in, in close proximity in the schedule, which is a real challenge for the players. I think it's, for the most part, better from a travel standpoint and probably a little bit like less wear and tear for them in, in that regard. But at the same time, it's really hard to play a, a team and beat them twice in a row, especially if you're a team like the Chicago sky, which is just uh, not a great team. So, you know, they get a win Wednesday over the sparks and it's not like I, I'm necessarily saying the sparks are much better, but again, it's just for, for two teams that aren't great. It's just really hard to play each other back to back and they play at eight Eastern on Ion Friday night. Yeah. So this game, uh, it's still in Chicago. Um, they were right. favored by two and a half, um, last game and they won by 17. Um, so I think they will be slightly bigger favorites here. I'm, I'm, I'm expecting like minus three and a half. Um, and like you alluded to the sky have been really inconsistent, uh, in a bad way mm-hmm. <laughs> before that sparks game, you know, they were blown out by the mystics then blown out by the sun, which you can't fault them Those are two of the best teams in the league. Right. Uh, and they bounced back with a nice win over LA. Uh, I do expect the sparks to bounce back here, but you know, the sparks will probably be without Lexi Brown mm-hmm. again, who's out with an illness. So they're, they're really missing her 13 and a half points per game. It's really like. NECA and company out there. Yes. She, she really does need a player like Lexi Brown to take some of the pressure off her. Um, plus, I think the Sky are better than their 6-9 and nine record. Their entire starting five had never played together before this season, so I always thought that they were going to start off pretty slow, but they have some good pieces there. Um, so it, it was always going to take them time to gel, so they're, they're only going to improve. So games like uh, on Wednesday where they beat the Sparks by you know 15 or whatever – isn't too surprising for me, but we'll see if they can maintain that consistency. But either way, I think they should be, you know, three, three and a half point favorites here. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I can't trust this guy fully yet. Yes. Um, and 
the total itself, this should be one of the lowest totals of the year. Actually, I think this will be the lowest total of the year um, because they combined for 143 last game. They combined for 139 points the last time they met. Uh, I think it was a few weeks ago or about a month ago. Um, so I'm assuming the market's going to be all over this under. Um, I'm projecting it closer to 153 and a half, that low. Um, but I, I don't know if they'll open it that low. Uh, I'm, I'm expecting this to be closer to 154 and a half. Um, but again, a player like Lexi Brown being out really hurts the spark. So I, I would set it at 153 and a half. I think this matchup specifically deserves uh, the honor of, you know, having the lowest total of the season <laughs> so far. <laughs> yes, that coveted honor. Yeah, I feel like Lexi Brown has just, her absence has really, really affected the Sparks um, in their recent games, and and they've missed her for the most part. Um, I uh, Another thing I wrote in my notes, I would like to think the Sparks bounce back, but <laughs> um, I, again, with, with two teams that are, I, I still don't know who they are yet. Um, I, I probably would stay away from betting any sort of side here, uh, personally. Um, I maybe would, I maybe would lean, you know, uh, the sparks as a dog to cover, but, but yeah, I would probably stay away from that. But, um, so do you feel like because of that really low total last game, I think you said it was 143 Mm -hmm. that that might provide an opportunity where, the total comes out and it's like a lot lower than even you think it should be. And you, and you go over. Yeah, maybe uh, I'd be very surprised if they <laughs> open it below 153. They liked it. They're, they really don't like setting anything below 155. I think it makes Fair. them uncomfortable. Um, but <laughs> yeah. this, this might, it makes this us might all be uncomfortable. everybody loves rooting for points. So people yes. love to bet the over. They want to be very careful when they set a total that low. Fair. But I think this is a matchup where, you know, 90% of the public might be on the under. So yeah, we could see something like a 152 and a half. I don't know if I'd be willing to take the over. I think I'd only want the under here. Okay. Uh, but if they mess up and, you know, reuse last game's total of 156 and a half, uh, then I'll be all over the under. I just don't see that happening. I think it's going to be right around 154, 155, and I'll stay away. And like you said, like, I don't want to bet on either of these teams right yeah. now. You know, you yeah. never know which one's going to show up or show out. So it's like this, this is a matchup I'm probably staying away from unless they float some bad total like a 157. Yes. Uh, off the rip copy that you know uh something that i noticed um in the chicago win the other night so courtney williams had i believe 21 points and she is averaging just over eight points per game on the season which is a real Mm -hmm. surprise because she is such a gifted scorer i mean she's probably trying to figure out like you were saying uh your point about continuity sort of like playing with Marina Mabry and Kalia Copper, who are both averaging closer to 16. But like during that six game losing streak, I I did the math averaging <laughs> under five points a game. Wow. Like, and I just, it's, that's just a jarring stat to see for a player like Courtney Williams. And, you know, in a, in a game where all three of them played well and scored in double yeah. figures, they got a fairly easy win the other night. Yeah, exactly. I think they've all been underperforming. Like, you right. know, Copper is obviously really good. She's yeah. the one that's been there uh, beyond this season. But Mabry, 
um, you know, she, she definitely needs some time gelling with teammates um, and, you know, setting her up for open shots. Williams as well. Uh, and Elizabeth Williams has been holding on the fort, but I think uh, Alana Smith has been a surprise as well. Uh, she's been really good. You know, I was concerned when the season started, they had like zero healthy people in their uh, yeah. front court, except for Elizabeth Williams. Yeah. So Smith stepping up has been huge, but again, just all five of them do need some time to gel because they're all playing with each other for the first time. So I right. think someone like Courtney Williams, that would definitely impact a lot. Uh, so you know, the fact that she's coming off a, a good game, uh, Copper and Mabry uh, played well. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, this yeah. team on paper is much, much better than yes. their 6-9 and nine record. Um, so maybe they become more consistent just the more they've been playing with each other. So yeah. um, in a rematch, you know, maybe that's going to help them out. Right. I mean, it's it's hard. Again, it's hard to say because, you know, you have two great coaches and you know, you know, Kurt Miller is going to anticipate some things and, and make some adjust, adjustments. Um, so again, just to reiterate, like not super confident in this going either way. Um, but would you say like, I feel like, I don't know if copper necessarily falls into this, but like definitely Mabry and Courtney Williams are like pretty ball dominant players that, mm -hmm. you know, like, I don't know if they're used to just, again, like sort of working around each other and like you know, having to work and move without the ball and like get open because normally they're just the balls in their hands. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and that's that Remember, We were kind of wondering how, um, you know, uh, Sabrina and right? would get, you know, play. It's very similar, but you have three players kind of like that. So, right. Um, yeah, I it just, they're all really good. Yes. They just need to learn how to play with each other. And, you know, that's, coming to fruition now, like I have been encouraged, you know, again, they got blown up by really good teams. I think whenever the sky is playing, you know, below average team, like the sparks, let's be honest. Yeah. I think yeah. that's when we might be able to trust them, but certainly against these top three teams, you can't trust them right now. They just haven't showed that, but yeah. um, going forward, I think they are a team that will only get better. Yeah. And just to jump off what you were saying about Sab and Sloot, I think, the the difference that I felt like both of those players are just they're such great distributors mm -hmm. and they happen to shoot the ball well for the most part too. Like they they seem to be pretty strong in both uh sort of categories. So like if one is doing one, the other I think can like yeah. <laughs> sort of adapt, um, which is really interesting. So uh, you know, seeing uh seeing how the Liberty have dealt with just a, a lot of changes to the roster has has been super interesting. All right, so let me just recap here, specifically with the Mystics at Dream. What exactly are you anticipating that you will be betting? I am looking for the total to be 165 or higher. Uh -huh. If and when that happens, like if it opens at 164, yeah. I might wait. But yeah. as soon as it goes over 165, it might open 167. I don't know. But as soon as it goes over 165, I am hammering the under. Uh, and you could hold me to that. Um, that is Perfect. absolutely my approach to that game and yes. tomorrow's slate. Yes, I know you said it earlier, but <laughs> since this is a little bit of a different format where we're going off projections, I just wanted to make sure that we reiterate that because it's super actionable and you know it's going to help out our listeners. So Sean Kerner, Action Network, Director of Predictive Analytics at The Odds Maker on Twitter. Thank you so much for joining the pod once again. This has been an absolute blast. Thanks for having me.
And thank you all for listening to Buckets presented by FanDuel. Remember, there are new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. However, next week, no Tuesday because of the July 4th holiday. So we will be back Friday next week. And a reminder, download the award-winning Action app. Make sure you follow uh, Sean on there. Great follow. You can even start to follow me since I started to do a little... Uh, some of my own some of my own picks earlier this week i'm going to start um getting a little more active with that but it's just a great tool to not only you know follow the experts at action but to track your own picks and see how you're doing uh so definitely do that also if you get a chance rate and review this podcast five stars if you would um and you could win some cool prizes sean thank you again enjoy the weekend let's get buckets Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.